Trigger warning. In this episode, we discuss disordered eating as well as body image and mental health. And welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. Episode 31. That's it. I am so sorry, everyone, for the debacle of the audio in last week's episode. You know, you I, uh, you live, you laugh, you love. I'm saying that instead of live, laugh, learn, because we saying- haven't really figured out what exactly went wrong i I feel like i think i know what went wrong so (laughs) this was audrey and i's first time doing like a solo episode via um like wait zoom or whatever interface we use um riverside yeah that (laughs) um and basically my i kept putting on like no echoing Mm -hmm. but for some reason i think it was too much for my computer and so it would cancel me out and it happened two times and there was remember we were recording and all of a sudden I like left and had to come back in I think when I came back in I didn't update like the microphone and it was the microphone for my computer instead of my yeti um but I was listening and I was like oh I was so angry because I love like the fall I know um so hopefully you could hear but the fall the the fall will continue to be a theme it will in the next couple months in the pod so hallelujah hallelujah how are you dear you've had one rough week (laughs) (laughs) so y'all remember i had covid i don't have covid um but i did horribly sprain my ankle Mm. um so the night at the lizzo concert which was so much fun it was so good we had such a blast but i did horribly sprain my ankle haven't been able to go to work for the past couple days haven't essentially been able to walk or really leave my apartment like i had to uber to urgent care because i couldn't walk um and today is the first day like i'm able to stand for like more than like three minutes without being in significant pain Uh, um so we're really vibing with the idea of like one step forward two steps back um but you know we at least we felt pretty depresso espresso during covid we're at least not feeling that the vibes are high finally got completely cleaned up for the dinner party because i literally couldn't stand long enough to like finish cleaning up from it so oh my god it was so so bad it was really pathetic um so it's been a great time i've got some really interesting bruising on my ankle yeah she is looking tough she's looking really rough i did just like i literally like a week ago ordered protein powder and pre-workout because i was trying to get back into like movement because i really missed that that's obviously not happening right now um because i can barely walk um but we're sarah and i was talking about protein and how um yeah she's really been into protein and something i did this morning so i'd gotten um this brand reached out to us forever ago about doing oh. something. Then we replied to them and then they never got back to us. But Love. because of that, it, they were then in my head. So I was like, yeah. fuck it. I'll order something from them. So Bloom Nutrition. Um, people seemed really like their shit. The, the people really, when you, when I actually, when I got here, I looked up on top of yes. your fridge because that's where the protein powder is sitting. Um, I recognize the brand because they have, yeah, yes. that, but also they work with like a lot of creators in general. Yes. And I always see people. And their stuff is always really cute. Yes. And I see so many people um, drinking their greens because you know how it's like, yes. which I have been wanting to get into a little bit because I am just like not a vegetable girl. Like I find it really hard to incorporate vegetables like into my meals um especially like because I've found out that I'm insulin resistant and now it's like protein 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 um and so I thought about either trying bloom nutrition or the ag1 the athletic greens I've tried athletic greens I can't vouch for uh blooms green stuff yeah because I haven't tried it but I a friend got me to try athletic greens and it does taste very bad oh it tastes bad it tastes, what okay then i'm gonna get the bloom nutrition good. because a lot of people they have like flavors like yes. the mango and whatever but that was the whole thing with that lettuce greens like every single influencer is like yeah and it actually tastes like really good no it does not Liars. um but anyway so i i got their protein powder and i got the iced coffee flavor uh oh, wait. partially because that was available partially because i love my fucking iced coffee oh my gosh wait that's such a good idea because all you could like need to do is maybe put in like some almond milk or whatever yeah. milk of choice so i thought of this yesterday and decided to do it today i was like okay so like like I have I've historically this is something I've been speaking to my therapist a lot like I've had a lot of issues with like disordered eating in the past and Mm -hmm. like particularly being in theater like appearance is a big part of it and like I was always constantly like trying to be skinnier like my 
camera roll from high school is just a series of, of before photos with no after yeah um I and feel that. so with gr- getting protein powder like i i got really intense at times in high school like mm. i remember um my first two years we had a dinner check-in where you had to check in in the dining hall because i was at boarding school okay and i literally the gym was in our academic building and yeah. our dining hall is on the opposite side i would finish classes go across check in not even get food and go back to the gym for a yeah. period of time um, so like I get kind of nervous with like re and during doing like athletic stuff because again I've historically sometimes just gotten like really way too intense and like in a very bad headspace with it yeah that's part of sort of what's hold me back or held me back um, and so like with getting protein I was like you know what how can I make this fun and obviously like I'm not super getting into working out right now because not going to be able to so I was like how else can I use this and like you know I'm vegetarian it's always good for me to get more protein and so I came up with the best little treat mm. I made a milkshake with it. Oh my gosh, was it good? It was delicious, dude. It was oh fucking God. amazing. Wait, that's such a good idea. I put in the Trader Joe's vanilla yeah. ice cream, a serving of the protein powder, yeah. and then I put in a little bit of oat milk. Damn, that shit slapped, dude. Wait, and, and is that why you were up so late last night? No, that oh. was that was this morning I actually did that. That was oh. I Okay, I was up really late last night until like 4 a.m. And at first I thought it was because I'd had like caffeine later in the day. But I was like, no. no, there's no reason this is the cause. I don't know why I was up so late, but I literally oh. like took a shower at 2 a.m. Was doing a face mask back. <laughs> I know I saw your TikToks. Yeah, um, <laughs> I literally, I don't know why I can't explain it, but that's what I did. But anyway, so 10 out of 10 would recommend that. It that was a great really combo, good. but I was like getting more protein, but also like a fun little treat. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, news for the pod. Um, your girl has PCOS or like most of the symptoms besides like the period symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, um, this is maybe a TMI, maybe something I shouldn't share on a podcast, but I have to go get like another ultrasound because back in January I had a cyst on my ovary, um, but it wasn't like big enough to like really do anything with it. Um, but I never followed up and got another one to see if it was gone. So my new guy now was like, you need to do that. But yeah, so I am like, it's been like a lot trying to like digest like okay like I need to be eating a lot more protein I crave a lot of sugar like all these things so that's actually a really great idea of like how to like have sugar because like basically the whole thing about like keeping your blood sugar like even is like if you're gonna have sugar Mm -hmm. you need to eat it with protein or fiber to like even out that spike so that's a really good idea yeah it tasted like a delicious coffee milkshake Ooh, it was I'm gonna check out their website the, so the, good. The, oh they they've got two other flavors that are oh, currently okay. sold out of they've got many other flavors but yeah. the two that I'm really interested in they have a cinnamon bun one Ooh. and then they have like a banana pudding one but they're Ooh. both sold out right now unfortunately yeah I have the protein powders I have always used are um vega protein it's a plant used, yeah yeah my mom had always gotten them and then I I forgot this time I ordered it off of Amazon and I ordered the vanilla flavor it's mm. too vanilla it like makes it like I like like the slight hint of vanilla because I usually put um like unsweetened vanilla almond milk in my smoothies but it's just like really overbearing um and then I've also used vital proteins before in the past I've never used vital proteins I'm not really sure because okay it's a collagen protein powder that's why I've never used it collagen or most collagen is not vegetarian god yes because cows um I (laughs) Because cows, Cause cows. <laughs> my old nutritionist back like at the beginning of um, when I was working with her at the beginning of college, she had recommended it because it's also good for like skin, hair and whatever. And actually, when I was very consistent on it, my skin was incredible. But I, I, it doesn't have like the protein, like it's only 20 grams of protein, whereas the Vega one is like 30. And like for my first meal of the day, my my um, doctor would like me to have 30 between 30 and 40 grams. OK. Yeah. So I think this one's only 25. But oh, well, I could just stick another yeah. thing. in. I, it. I quite liked it. I want to try it alone. Yeah, I, w- I want to try. I'm going to look at their stuff because I've also thought about the greens. Um, I'm trying to think. I've also really been into protein pan um, pancakes and waffles. Ooh. Have you tried the, what is that brand? I don't want to call it Klondike because it's not a Klondike. Oh, is it the one with the bear? Yes, with the bear Yes, I definitely on had it. those a ton in college. Yeah. They're I, like protein waffles. I'm really yeah. into those right now too because it's like, again, it's like you're trying to consume these big amounts of protein, but you're trying to do it in like, 
because I don't really I mean I bet you know how to do it in a way that's not meat and like I do like meats but sometimes it's like protein meat like you know yes I yeah like it's taken a lot of conscious effort over my life to make sure that I get the right amount of protein yeah and I definitely probably don't all the time but I also think most people probably aren't getting all the nutrients right at the time so we try our best I know it's so hard I feel like every time I like see an ad on TikTok or even in podcasts it's a lot about like these green powders or protein powders or like daily harvest which I'm I've always used and it's just like how can you get all the nutrients you need in one day it's impossible I think we just also try our advice um but no I get a lot of that stuff too and actually do you know what really like made me really sad a couple weeks days ago I don't fucking remember what um so my mom was visiting and I was on her Instagram and Uh just like the sheer number of like Again, we're both like women in society, but like she's older. And so there, I think there's more pressure put on yeah. this. Like the amount of like weight loss type ads she was mm. bombarded with, like every single ad I came across was about that type of stuff. Yeah. And like it, like all those like weight loss teas and like suppressing hunger things. And I was yeah. like, damn, remember, the internet's evil. <laughs> do you remember the days of like fit tea, like seeing oh, all the stars? Yeah. Like I never tried it, but I mean, obviously I was curious at that age. Yeah, I feel that honestly i i'll save the rest of what i have to say for the main topic of our our podcast today um because it got me thinking about a lot of this stuff um but i did have a success yesterday i went to the mall and i have finally found a bra that fits (gasps) and isn't and is comfortable oh my goodness i know tell us everything oh my gosh so i have been trying to find like a regular everyday like t-shirt bra that works for so long and the thing is is with weight gain my boobs are ginormous they are literally the size of two watermelons on my chest (laughs) and it's just been so hard to find like a bra that fits because like my boobs are you know growing up like I just wore Victoria's Secret like most people did and then you know you kind of graduate out of that and then um like I would wear these bras from this one brand called Chantel I think it's called um which is still like a great brand but they were just so grandma looking and it's like Mm. I am in my 20s like I want to look hot. Right. Like, yes, I have big boobs, but I don't want my bras to look gross. Like, what the heck? And then I tried Third Love, and I liked the bra. The issue with it is that their bras, like, the, you know, the clasp that you move up and down Mm. to make it looser or tighter, it only goes to a certain, like, place Mm. on your shoulder. So, like, and it always slips down. So it's like my boobs, like even yesterday, the woman that was helping me, she was like, your boobs are dragging on the floor. I was like, yes, honey, they are. <laughs> um, but I got resized, which I already thought I knew, like was pretty certain I was a G because like I just thought that was the next way up. Um, and I was right. <laughs> um, and she gave me a bunch of bras and it's from actually where I get my strapless bra. It's from... Oh, I'm going to butcher the name. It's either Wackle or Wackle. It's W-A-C-O-A-L. Not a clue. And I am usually a proponent of having like a pad in my bra. Um, this one didn't have one, but it's just like so comfortable. It's still like the style of a grandma-ish looking bra, but it has like some lace and it's just really cute and it's comfortable. Like I put it on instantly and work for the rest of the day and I was like, my life has changed. The only bra that I have that like doesn't have like the even like the one layer of padding yeah. is like the one bra that I have that kind of fits that I love, like that orange yeah. pink one. Oh, the yeah, only yeah, yeah. downside is like with just lace, I've realized like if I'm not wearing like a thick sweater sweatshirt yeah. over it, my nipples are just so exposed and I don't mean that in a way of people even seeing it I mean like I brush past something and if it touches my nipple it hurts that is so it's, funny I'm like ow like not ever, all the time but like I mostly it happens when I'm on my period so like my boobs are very sensitive but literally like I brush past a strain or strangers aren't really brushing my nipples but I brush past <laughs> something and I like lightly touch my nipple and I'm like ow I can feel it like straight to the core I got permanent nips um yeah that's the one thing that i don't like is that it doesn't have like um it has like very thick material but Mm. there's like so there's no padding so like yes there were moments where i was like oh my gosh like you see a little nipple action like what's happening but i'm like you know what everyone can look at my nipples because i am comfortable right now and that's all that matters because for so long like i was just wearing the third love bras and 
like I you know shopping in person can be really hard sometimes and I was just like I need to do it because this is the only way that I'm gonna be able to find one is just trying on a bunch of them I need to go in person I don't know if I've spoken about this on the pod I might have might have not my boobs are like just full different sizes and I know everyone's boobs are slightly different sizes but like one of mine is like notably larger than the other Mm -hmm. and like makes it so like bras just don't fit and I think I just need to go in person so they can measure and like I like I know they Help. probably aren't given that much training, but like someone who like but knows. they do. Yeah. yeah. I just think it depends on the store. Right. But like, so that I can get the advice of someone who like has been around bras of like, hey, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. I was actually thinking about that yesterday because, so I just went to Nordstrom in the mall and, um, I forget who, but someone who is either Nordstrom's or Macy's. Like yeah, one of our Daniela other. Yeah. F- had said Macy's. Yes. She was like, I get all my fucking bras yeah. from Macy's. Daniela had said Macy's. Um, I just don't have a Macy's near me. So I was like, this is the next best thing. Um, and the thing about, it was so funny cause she was, you know, talking to me and she's like, yep, you're definitely a G. And like, I'm my, my band size is between a 38 and 40. She was like, you could kind of either go like one way or the other, whatever is more comfortable. So I was trying on different bras and she was like, Oh, so if you're going to go up, I think it's, I, Oh God, I don't remember, but it's like for one band size, I need one size bigger in the cup. Mm-hmm. And for uh, the other band size, like I need the G. And I was just thinking to myself in that moment, like it's so crazy. It's like how there's so many differing opinions about bras and like what bra sizes, like how they work and all these things. Cause I swear and to then God, like vanity sizing on top yeah, of that. Like I swear to God, every single time I go get a bra sizing, it's like new and different information. Yep. So I decided I'm making my own bra rules and I'm going to do it how I like. Cause like, have you ever heard this rule that you're really supposed to wear your class, like the first the class? Yes. Yeah, so that as it loosens up, you can tighten it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I'm putting that thing. I like my bra on like the, the, like the band really like, I like it tight for some reason. I'm, I like things tight. Um, (laughs) I don't know why that sounded so sexual. That I like things tight. It sounded like a gross man being like, you know, I like things tight, tight, baby. Uh, So gross. You can't see it, but I'm grossly licking my lip. Uh. But um, yeah, I just don't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm wearing this bra how I want it. Like I'm over it. But I'm just so happy to have a bra right now, especially like having bigger boobs, like all that weight, like all this stuff. Like you just want a bra that like fits and feels comfortable because like you're already sort of hiding your chest because it's so big and yeah so that was my success of the week i'm so glad yeah um this isn't a success as much as i find it really funny so my apartment is eric's can vouch for has been very warm the past today especially but yesterday also yeah um like i literally earlier like it's not that warm outside today it's like 75 it's beautiful yeah it's gorgeous outside but there's not really wind and like i get a lot of light into my apartment i almost never close my curtains because i love the light so much (gasps) your curtains are closed i closed them because it was so hot and that would slightly help i had the ac as like not high but like low as it would go to try and cool it down here and I literally could not get it to go below 80. And so it was just literally so hot in here. Like half of my radiator was putting out hot heat. Yeah. So I tried just full turning it off and like that ended up even hotter. I tried having a window open. That was even hotter. So literally what I did on and off all of today in order to like not die of heat was at first I just filled my bathtub with cold water. And like every five minutes I was going in there and just oh, splashing my, yeah, just splashing my body with cold water. Oh my God. Um, And then I switched to, I got a t-shirt full dunked it in the bath wrung it out and put it in the freezer (laughs) to put on and then i would go on and off of i would put it on Uh get myself cool enough then it would finally warm up and i would stick it in the freezer again and then i would get too hot again and i and i just repeated that all day and i'm like how technology i still still am sweating in my apartment i literally i was like i don't know what more i can do um, so I felt really cute and it looked like I was doing like a really weird, I like filmed a little video of, cause I did my protein thing this morning yeah. and I was like, let's see how this turns out. I um, mean, it looks like I'm participating in a wet t-shirt concert <laughs> con- contest contest. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was what I was doing. It's still 
pretty warm in here. It's, I mean, you opened your window and there's like a little bit of a breeze coming in, but yeah, it's, uh, you poor thing. You real. this is a struggle bus week. It's been, a, and it was like this yesterday. And like, again, uh, with my ankle, like I can't really leave my apartment right now. So I was just like wallowing in the heat. No. Um, and I was just like, why is like, at least it didn't happen during the summer, but like, why is this not working? Yeah. Um. So I was feeling really fine, fresh, and fevery. You know what we haven't talked about? What? Your amazing dinner party that you threw. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. My dinner party. It yeah. went really well. Yeah. I, you know what's so funny is I was driving here and I was like, like, it's funny because I'm like in this weird phase of my life where I'm like, I don't really want to go out, but I also really want to go out. So I was like on the way here being like, oh, like I really want to go out this weekend or whatever. And then I was like, wait, when's the last time I've been out? I haven't been out in so long, literally last weekend. (laughs) But yeah, you had an incredible dinner party. Mm. Audrey made so much delicious food. I love cooking, but like cooking for yourself is like not the same and not as fun. Um, But yeah, my like family's very into dinner parties. And like we, we literally like had a, like group of friends called the dinner club growing up and then as I got older I'd watch my mom do it with her college friends when we came to New York so it was really fun people um it was end up it was like for the size of my apartment a pretty large group yeah, of us there was 12 of up. us um and people were so sweet Sarah brought a crumble which was delicious guys I made actual food I know um and it worked out really well people kept offering to help and I eventually just made an announcement I was like I appreciate everyone trying to help I don't want it. My kitchen's not that big. Yeah. And <laughs> I've got it planned in my head. I enjoy just listening to the chatter. So it was like kind of a nice extension. I feel like it was a lot of the same people who were at my birthday. But yeah. like, I feel like there was less time to sort of talk at my birthday. Yeah. So it was really fun to like watch friends come together. It was. And I loved getting to cook for everyone. And yeah, it was so good. It was inspiring. I was like, wow, I got to chef it up. I felt so adult. I used my salad spinner and fucking everything. I dude. know. I used my mom's trick of um, whenever we have large mm-hmm. groups of people over and she needs to toss the salad, she'll just put it in a garbage bag yep. and put the dressing in that and shake it. And I felt <laughs> both very adult and very silly as I did it. Yeah, it was so much fun. It was like such a great night and it did really remind me of being at your house um, because there were so many bottles of wine. Yes. People kept bringing wine and we all kind of thought like there's no way we're going to go through it. We absolutely did. And then my friend got me a glass of wine and the only one that had been left was Chardonnay. So she got me that and I was like, oh, I don't like Chardonnay. And she's like, okay, I'll make you a drink. (laughs) And I really didn't have mixers and I had such a weird shit in my apartment. I don't even know what was in it, but she tried so hard with Mm. the very limited resources. Um, (laughs) But yeah. And then we went in, we had dessert on the roof and it was a good old lovely time. And then I went the fuck to sleep because I'd work that day. So I was tired. Yeah. It was a beautiful night. I did wake up the next morning. Very like tired. I don't think I was hungover. I think I was just tired. And then we had Lizzo that night. I was like, how am I going to like bring myself to do this? I I think we both napped that day. Yes, we did. Yes. Because I woke up at Olivia's and then I was like, I was like, I love you. And I know I need to go home right now and like spend some time alone because like I won't be able to go to this concert if I don't like take some me time. Literally. I got coffee with one of our friends that morning and had a lovely time, but I came home and I was like, so if I'm going to boot and rally for tonight, I need a fucking nap. Yeah. Um, so I took a fucking nap. Took a fucking nap. Yeah. Lizzo was incredible. She was. And then I injured myself, but Lizzo was worth it. (laughs) Lizzo was great. Um, I literally, we, I got two t-shirts there because oh, yes. I was a little tipsy and I loved them so much. They were really cute. Yes. I got one too. And one of them literally like those first like three days that I was home and injured, <laughs> that was all I wore was just this one Lizzo shirt. And then I finally changed into a different Lizzo shirt. Nice. Thriving. I know. Um, um, but coolest moments, moments of, of the week. week. Yeah. I started saying that. I was like, oopsies. Coolest moments of the week. <laughs> um, Mine is... I okay so basically back um during pride I had an uber driver that was falling asleep at the wheel and I think ever since then when I take uber drivers home at night like I am so alert because I'm so afraid of like the same thing happening and and I was just like I felt lucky that at that moment like I hadn't drank in that much so I could notice but sometimes like you know, I'm coming home from a night out and yeah. like, you know, I'm not really paying you're not attention. With it, and that's why you're Ubering. Right. And so, um, ever since then, like I am just so alert and like on it. And like <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, I was in an Uber on the way home from a night out. And I just started thinking to myself, like, what if he like wants to just drive off the bridge right now? <laughs> 
like what if what if you want to drive off the bridge or like crash into something so then it just like started this like spiral in my head that like wow we like how do we trust like we give so much trust to like you know I, mean, I know they like do checks yes and they definitely do more checks now than they used to but i yeah. mean i remember i forget exactly what happened but my sister when she was still in high school she used to have to take ubers a lot because she went to school in boston um and there was something i forget what but something really sketchy that happened mm. one time and so they went in my family like reached out to uber about it yeah and um uber's response was oh well she's not actually over 18 and in oh. the contract that like you sign the terms of service you need to be over 18 to use it and so, so they did instead they just it. yeah no they just canceled her account made it like stopped existing and did nothing about it oh i know there are a lot more restrictions now yeah. than there used to be and a lot more checks and whatnot they have to go through um yeah when uh, when that whole like uh, falling asleep at the wheel incident happened like they sent me back the full thing like instantly like yeah. yeah but still like i just kept thinking like oh my gosh like how do we trust like uber drivers and then it got to how do we trust anything we just have to like operate on like the the punishments will be large enough for whatever that people won't do it like what stops the chef in a fancy kitchen from, from just poisoning, poisoning all the fucking food i know and then on the way here there was a grub hub um person in front of me who was on a bicycle and they like went over like a pretty like big like uh what's it called uh bump speed bump, bump? no uh pothole yes uh, pothole. Pothole. and <laughs> the the bag like levitated in the air and came back down and it got me thinking like oh my god like what if it dropped on the floor i mean they're all like sealed up yeah like it just like got me thinking about so many things like about like and i've thought about it before i'm like huh like when i haven't gotten some like cookies in my mcdonald's i'm like i wonder if they just like ate my cookies (laughs) i know this is all such like ridiculous like (laughs) but like it like is and isn't yeah i don't know like there's a lot of things that like I fear that like a lot of my male counterparts won't like yeah, that's my true. male friends will be like, Oh, I love like walking around at night. And I'm like, what the fuck? fuck that's it. a terrible idea. Yeah. That, oh my God. Last but night. That I, wouldn't cross their mind. I know. Last night I saw a girl that I went to high school with, like in my town walking around and, and it looked like she was going, you know, she had a water bottle, like workout outfit on. I was like, it's dark out. Like go home. Like, w- like my first thought was like that. Yeah. Uh, it's a crazy world. We're in dude. Crazy world. What's yours? Mm, one how do i like find a good doctor in new york city like i went to pediatrician growing up and then Mm -hmm. i switched to the same doctor that my mom was seeing when i got older and i you know particularly with this ankle injury i really need to find a doctor and i like know there are ways of like just finding like a doctor but how do i find a doctor who like is good Mm -hmm. um so yeah how do I find a doctor? Because I, I really need to get back going to uh, the dentist and the gynecologist and everything, especially before I'm kicked off my parents' health insurance in two years. I got to ride that wave while I fucking can. Oh, my God. I didn't even think about that. I just like had all my doctor's appointments this past like month and a half. Um but I, I really didn't think about that one. Yeah, I because I've joked for years that like, oh, I'm just going to try and go to the doctor a bunch before I get kicked off of it. But I'm like, you're in under two years now until you're cooked off. Wow. So you got to start going to the fucking doctor, I girl. I really should be taking this more seriously. Yeah. Like, I'm I, like, I got to get everything checked. Yeah, I know. That's what I did this month. I went to I got a new gynecologist. I went to the dentist. I went to my endocrinologist. I went to the dermatologist. Um, all the ologists yes i went and saw a lot of doctors this month which has been a lot yeah i need to find some doctors yeah the only doctor i know how to find like if you were like it's going on psychology today <laughs> psychology yeah that's today. how i found my my therapist, therapist yeah um but i don't feel like that has nope. like yeah doctor nope. doctors yeah I'm think- regular doctors yeah i'm wondering how because i feel like how I found, found my gynecologist was through she was my pediatrician is now my general practitioner and I was like can you give me a gyno wreck yeah. and then every other doctor I found through my mom I do have a gyno wreck from a family friend oh that's good um, yeah but, I can give you a wreck if you want I can give you the person I go to dude I, I need to find a dentist and a doctor a dentist and I, I do- have uh, is in Westchester for me the gyno if you don't mind going all the way up to that Bree side I might hit you up about that yeah 
she's really cool she's young she's like very new to their practice um so i bet she and i know like uh, it was funny because i when i went to the gynecologist i had gotten an appointment there was three there's where's used to be three women in the practice now there's four um and all three women were like pretty not like i don't want to say old but probably in their late 50s early 60s maybe somewhere in their 50s maybe i just don't know the perception of age it's really hard to tell what yeah. age people are anyways um and i looked up the doctor i i was like any doctor there is fine i just need to get checked up and they gave me one i was like oh okay she's pretty old whatever and then i remember when i was sitting in this waiting room and this woman came up to me i was like you look so young like what the fuck um and i saw like posters on the wall saying like oh need if you like check out our new guy now so yeah if you need a rack i can give you her <laughs> amazing yeah she was very nice love that okay. <laughs> gyno doctors we're, we're all about check that vagina yeah no and you know what was an interesting fact that she just gave me like my first ever gynecologist she would have me come in like every year for a pap smear now that's not the practice it's every three years i got my first pap smear really on the late side i got i've only had one. Oh wow really i've had one and it was uh, within the last year and a half. Yeah. Well, uh, so I started going to the gynecologist when my mom found out that I was having sex. Um, congratulations. Now, you know, year I lost my virginity. <laughs> I probably should have started seeing someone after I started having sex, but right. Well, because I, I was in North Carolina. That's true. <laughs> Actually, my the, now, everyone, you have a rough estimate of when I lost my virginity as well. There you go. I the, was in North Carolina. The best gynecologist I've ever seen was actually at Duke Health near our school. It wasn't actually at Duke. Like they have like Duke um, has like different like yes, little yes. Um, doctor's offices all throughout North Carolina. And there was one that was close to us and I needed to get a procedure done because my ex gave me HPV. Um, and so I needed to check my abnormal cells. And this doctor was incredible. Like I have never had a doctor be like, so like, have you ever had a history of like sexual assault or like any, like, have you had like uncomfortable sex? Like I'm going to like here, I'm going to touch you. And like, I'm going to like use that claspy thing. And I was just like amazed. I was like, the process was so calm and I felt like so much more relaxed because I was, it was so nice. Yeah. Um, where was I going? Oh, pap smears. But yeah, I used to get pap smears like once a year because my gyno was like, so like you need one every year. And I've since learned that that's wrong. Hmm. Yeah. That, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Yeah. The gynecologist that I went to see was like, you need one every three years. Fierce. Yeah. So the more, you know. Yeah. Um, do you have any more clueless moments or shall we move into the, the topic theme of today? Um, just this is a quick one tying in. I don't know what birth control to get on. I want to get on a birth control again. Mm. But I I took the pill for a long time. And the, around the time that I went off it was the time my mental health started doing wet, better. And I don't know like if that was just a coincidence. But I don't really want to like test that. Wait, your mental health started doing better when, when you- I got off it. Off of it. Okay, um, okay. But that could have also been like there was other factors going into that. Mm-hmm. So that could have been a coincidence. Um, I have a lot of friends who have really loved um, their the, the stick it up. IUD. IUD. <laughs> um, I've had friends who have loved their IUDs. I've had friends who have hated their IUDs. The IUD scares me yeah, personally. But I've had a lot of friends have bad reaction to the like the bar plant. Yeah. Um, the bar. It, like no matter what you're sticking like crazy hormones or whatever in your body. So yeah. it's going to fuck you up in one way or another. Um, but Yeah. yeah. I got to figure, I don't know what fucking birth control to go on. Um, A brand that, or uh, I guess it's called a brand that I've had success with is called Yaz, which is Y-A-Z. I'm back on Yaz. I I decided to start birth control again. Um, I think for the first time in like two years, I started birth control when I was 16 and I used Yaz and it was very successful. And I just stopped taking it, honestly, because I was depressed and couldn't like get myself to take it. And then I'm in a relationship where I didn't need it. So I was like, I'm just not going to continue. Um, but my skin is doing pretty badly. And both my gynecologist and the dermatologist were like, that's like one way for it to really be helped. I stopped taking it after uh, getting out of a relationship pretty early in the pandemic. And it was like, I'm not doing anything where I need to be on birth control. So why take it? Um, But as everyone knows, I'm trying to date. So 
yeah safety up also it just like feels like a good safe thing to always be on you know just as protecting yourself as a person as a person with a uterus in the world which is unfortunate that we have to do but still yeah um but yeah 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 wow a lot of a lot of medical things (laughs) (laughs) medical vagina things medical vagina things okay y'all so today we are going to be talking about things that we are currently struggling with there's this like I don't know if how popular it is, but it's shown up on my FYP a couple of times. Um, there's like a trend on TikTok where people will use like that sad music and um, will like list off like a couple things that they're struggling with. And obviously like any if you listen to this podcast, you know that we're struggling in our 20s. Struggle bus all day, every yeah. day, baby. Um, but I thought it could be fun to be more specific about some other things that we're struggling with. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I honestly wrote a list of like 10 <laughs> different things Amazing. down. So let's see what I want to talk about. Like what is... I also wrote down ones that aren't like super serious. Um, it's like sad. It's like... sorry i love hearing the sound of my voice sometimes um do you want to go first or do you want me to go first first. so i think something that i've been struggling with a lot lately and sort of like one of the reasons why i haven't been posting on my own social media a lot is i have gained like 30 pounds since like april um and i i'm currently weighing the most that i've ever weighed in my entire life and i'm just like really struggling with my body image right now so yes i've gained the most weight that i have ever like i i am the heaviest i've ever been in my entire life and so i've just been really struggling with my body image all like okay and backtracking a little bit Last year in the fall, I went to the endocrinologist for the first time because I had um, also gained some weight last summer and I was like, I'm really struggling, whatever. And so I decided to go on a medication called Wagovi, which is for people with diabetes, but it's also for people that struggle with weight loss. Um, And basically this medication um, suppresses your appetite. Um, and I decided to do this because I have found that I struggle a lot with my like controls towards food. I really do emotionally eat. It's like something that's always been a part of me, but as I've gotten older and depression and anxiety have increased, like it's just been really difficult. And so the medication, um, It was the only positive from that medication was for the first time in my life. Like I wasn't obsessively thinking about food. But it was because this medication was suppressing my appetite and in response gave me a lot of other health issues like the terrible acid reflux that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast and like IBS and all these things. And but because I was having all these symptoms, I wasn't really eating a lot. And so I had lost a bunch of weight. And then when I realized that this medication was giving me these other health issues, like literally like anything I ate, like after I could not not have a stomach ache, like it was so painful. I was like, this is not worth it. Like this is like, it's basically making me starve myself. Like that's not what my, my objective in life is. So I stopped the medication and then I guess because I hadn't really been eating as much for like a good four or five months, all of a sudden, like I was back to eating a lot, but I didn't even really realize it. And then all of a sudden I've gained a lot of weight. And so I, yeah, I've just been really struggling with like my body image, like taking photos, um, on my personal TikTok. I've always like talked about like kind of like weight and stuff like that. But lately I've just been like, I don't even like I am more than like being a curvy girl and my weight. And so it's just been like a huge battle. And then sort of we were talking about like all those nutritionist thingy majiggies at the beginning of the episode. What I wanted to bring up too was like, you know, when you're talking about all the diet ads that you're on your mom's Instagram, like a huge thing for me, I think with like when it comes to my weight, that's really hard is clothes. Because, like, I love clothes. Like, I love, like, making outfits and, like, whatever. And so the time, like, I went to the mall the other day for the bra. Everyone, can I, look at all these connection moments. Um, And I was, like, trying to find some fall clothes because it's fall And I was just, like, there is, 
literally nothing for me in this mall. And it's just so frustrating because then that like makes you feel so bad about yourself. And I think for me, a huge like marker of my weight and just feeling bad about myself is not having access to clothing, which I know is not my issue and about me, but yeah, it just sucks because I like love fashion and it sucks to feel like I don't have as many options. And like the world is like punishing you. Yeah. yeah. And like I got to like now I have to buy new jeans and things are expensive and like th- things aren't in my size. And I, I you know, you want to look cute. Yeah. So that's I guess like a little bit about like that. I've really been struggling with that lately and you know, and then adding on like the insulin resistance and like those sort of health issues. It's just like really overwhelming. Yeah. Yeah. And I've mentioned on the podcast too, that like I talk to a health at every size nutritionist, um, which has really been great because, you know, I think naturally when, you know, we gain weight or we're uncomfortable with our bodies, like our minds kind of go to these really toxic behaviors or or thinking that the solution like I just have to lose weight um and this nutritionist is really challenging those thoughts for the first time where like when I was talking about are you calling someone I thought I heard a phone yeah me too I was like are we calling someone um it must be my neighbors yeah it's really weird what I hear through my walls I won't hear things most of the time but then I'll hear like a tea kettle or that but I never like hear like music or people talking I don't understand that's crazy um but like when I was talking about with my doctor like the insulin resistance and like and um the PCOS and things like that and you know one of the things that and the main thing that a doctor is going to advocate is for you to lose weight. So the whole discussion is about losing weight, losing weight. Whereas my, um, you know, nutritionist was like, well, there's other solutions too that aren't anywhere associated to weight loss. So yeah, that's a little bit about that struggle. Do, 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 um, kind of tying into that, yeah. something that I spoke to, uh, my therapist a lot this week was, um, we're, we're really working again. I feel like I've spoken about this recently, but sort of like trying to dig into my shit and like deal with it. Yeah. And so as I spoke about earlier in the episode, like I, I have struggled historically a lot with disordered eating mm-hmm. and eating patterns. And there's been times in my life where I've been like really obsessive and very unhealthy about it. Mm. Um, and so I've never super spoken to my current therapist about it or I hadn't before this week because it's not like the most pressing issue. I'm in like a like stable enough place with it and there's always other higher things yeah. or higher priority things. And so we got into talking a little bit about it and about it and theater. Um, mm, yeah. And I've seen some more shows recently and I think like I've been struggling a lot recently, particularly as I've seen shows, because like there is still a ton that I love about theater and it's all I've done my entire life. And as much as there's a ton that's toxic about it and like as much as like I'm like it maybe doesn't align with the things I want for my life, I still do love it more than like almost anything else in life. And I, I miss it a ton. I miss performing. Yeah. Um, But I also recognize that like a every decision that I made for so many years was around theater And also, like, there was just so many years in which, like, I was constantly thinking about my diet and exercise. And, like, that just, like, was never leaving my mind. Like, I just constantly had so much energy going to that. And I think what I'm struggling with now is, like, there's a part of me that misses theater and wants to, like, get a little bit back more into it. Like, I've been trying to take some more class and whatnot. But I recognize, at least within, like, the, not all, but the majority of, like, music theater like I I had a teacher say very offhandedly to me like well you're not gonna be in the ensemble because you're not a skinny mini and he didn't say that at all with any cruelty or unkindness intended he said it very offhandedly and it's because it's pretty true I'm I'm not really going to be hired in most ensembles because of the way I look and I'm not saying that's all that there are like exceptions to these rules but like the majority of like music theater is very very skinny Mm -hmm. with the exception of like a couple character roles and I remember like my whole life I've then additionally felt torn because like I was never heavy enough to be considered character roles yeah but I was never thin enough to be considered anyone else yeah and there's part of me that really misses theater and still wants to do it but it's you 
it's not absolutely required, but it's kind of expected that you're to look a certain way. Yeah. And I just can't, my, my body doesn't supernaturally look that way. And like, I, I'm, I just, I can't destroy myself anymore to look that way. Yeah. And it makes me sad that like, even if I was really ready to go gung back in, like, I don't, I think I'd probably go more towards like, film tv and like i i really do miss acting and i miss singing and dancing but like i i don't fit the mold and like there is change coming but it's slow um and to accept the fact that like if i continue to look the way i am like it's just like probably not really gonna work out no Um, i i feel that like so hard because i think it's really easy for other people to like, look, I don't know if you've experienced this, like look at our situation and and be like, just do it. Just like go after your dreams. Just like, just do it. But you're so right. Like I went and saw a show the other weekend and had a breakdown, which I discussed like lately last episode, but like it was for those same exact reasons because every time theater is put in front of me, I am reminded that at my size, I do not fit the mold. I do not fit the characters that I maybe want to play. And like being in it for so many years, it is so deeply rooted in us. And as much as like there's change coming in their exceptions, that rule, and I've watched like a newer shows have like a wider range of body types featured. I also like, I recognize it's not just theater's fault. There was also a degree that like, I know that I can get really unhealthy about it. And like, I also know if I was thinner, there would be more opportunities. And I think that that mindset would be really tempting for me to fall back into. A hundred percent. I think it's tempting. Literally, I, I, liter- I think I said this to you like off, off mic when I was watching this show. I was literally like, and this is not like to blow smoke up my ass. I was like, I, I am as talented as these people. Maybe not in the dancing part, but in the singing part, I really feel like I'm a good singer. But I'm like, And then I was like, oh, like I could, if I want to be up there, like I just have to reintroduce all these like really toxic behaviors. Yeah. So it's like at what cost, you know? Um, And that's been something I've been struggling with because it's like, I I can't pay that, that the the cost is too high for me now. But like, yeah, it's really sad that like, that's a big part of the reason why I'm like, not doing something that I've done my whole life. Um, yeah. And I think it's like, I don't know, again, like, I don't know if like other people like have come to you. Like I have talked to people uh, about these struggles and I'm like, yeah, like it's just really painful for me. And then people are like, okay, so just lose the weight. Yeah. I'm like, um, <laughs> like, no, like, and like, I recognize that that part of it is like, there's very much like a mindset of like, you need to be willing to do anything. Yeah. And like there's some people who like they they could go and lose that weight and not like get kind of crazy about it. But like I know a my body doesn't really want to like it's at a pretty steady weight right now. And this is where like my body sort of naturally wants to be. And like just as the person I am, like I can't do that. I will get really obsessive about it. Like my parents used to have one of those or I'm sure they still probably have it actually. One of the scales that like went down to the decimal point and even would tell you your body fat percentage. Oh really? I didn't know those existed. Oh yeah. And I literally there was a period of time in which like I was weighing myself three times a day on that. Like it got to a point where even my mom was commenting like hey sweetie. Yeah. Maybe this is too much. And like yeah. Like I know I could do it. I've, I've been thinner before but I just can't. Yeah, I feel you. That is a struggle. I, I was, you know, it's funny. I was <laughs> deep breath. I was literally thinking about that in the mall yesterday because like on social media, like it's so like wonderful to see so many curvy and midsize and plus size. What like just like not the normative sizes, which I think is really great. But then like when you go to a mall, you I, I sort of was realizing like, yes, there's change, but like it's slow it's not what i because sometimes i think it's a lot bigger and then like i go to a mall and rarely see my size anywhere that i'm like oh like it's not even a thing of like stores having it in stock with so many brands they just literally don't Don't make it in my size yeah 
it's funny because what store did I go into that has plus sizes? Shit. Let me hold on. Let me think. What? Oh, oh, okay. So there's this one store called Altered State. Oh, I've heard um, of that. And they have a plus size brand. I think it's 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 something else with an A. Um, and I've looked on their stuff and it was pretty like cute. It's kind of like boho like they they had some really cute like fall pieces so i was like okay like let me see if they have this one shirt that i saw online they don't even sell the plus sizes like in their stores and then also so often like when they do have plus size versions of things it's often just like Ugly. it is yeah they've radically changed it and made it significantly less attractive and it's like why are you punishing me for being larger yeah um and i recognize like i'm not like I, I don't take like I'm not plus size. Yeah. And I like I'm solidly midsize and I no. still can't find clothes either. No, literally when I was midsize, like when I like because I've had stages of my life where I was like a size eight, ten midsize. And I've had size uh, times in my life where I was like 12, 14 midsize. Um, and I had the same struggles then I when I was a size eight, ten, it's crazy because. Now I look at the size A10 and I see it so much where I, I was like, oh my, like if I was that size again, but like when I was a size A10, I felt like there was nothing for me. Yeah. It's, it's just crazy how this world works. She's bonkers, baby. Bonkers. All right. Let me think um, of the next one. I don't know why I think I'm so funny. I'm really not. Anyways, um, I think another thing that I've been really struggling with is and I've struggled with this before is like how I'm feeling about drinking right now mm -hmm. um I've come across a lot of TikToks of like girls um our age where they're like kind of in their sober curious era I I haven't recently I think partially because I've been way more of a stoner recently <laughs> but I I've definitely gotten a lot of that on my for you page too and it's also made me curious yeah and I think it's it's difficult because and I remember like um, back in my, our junior year and, and a little bit in senior year, I was really struggling with like my relationship with drinking because, um, basically since I was in high school, um, like I have like associated drinking with like events, like basically every, and especially once you turn 21, like it, like most events that you're going to, like you're drinking yes. and I have thank goodness learned that like I do not need to be blackout every single time I drink um but like I think as you get older and like obviously it's like you just have a really harsher effect to drinking and so I think lately this September has been such a crazy month there's been so many events and so I've been drinking a lot more and therefore like I've been feeling not as great and so I I've just been like oh, like maybe I should take a break for a little bit. But then there's the other part of me that's like, oh my God, but like I'm so excited to go to this event mm -hmm. and like get a drink at that event. And like, like, and like I'm only young for so long. Right. It's been so confusing. And I think it's also confusing. Like when you are on social media and you're seeing all these other people that are like trying sober curio curiosity and like maybe like comparing yourself to them and being like, oh, like why do like why, why can't I do that? Or like, am I not like as like, am I not good like enough or good as good because I'm not trying this? Um, and it's yeah, it's like confusing. Um, yeah. Drinking is really confusing. It is like humans are wild man like we just drink poison because it makes our brains spinny that's funny and horrible like what <laughs> like it's like it's interesting because sometimes like there's drinking that like i thoroughly love this drink like there is this place by audrey that has an aperol spritz <laughs> and i don't know what it is about this aperol spritz like it is just like the best one and so like i love drinking that but sometimes i'll be drinking something and i'm like i don't even like like when i go out to bars and like I'm drinking like a pineapple, a uh, vodka soda with a splash of pineapple, pineapple, which I like, but it's not like, it's like my favorite thing to drink yeah. ever. And sometimes I'm like, why the fuck am I drinking this? <laughs> I have started to kind of reach the point where if like, I really hate a drink or a glass of wine. Most of the time now I won't just drink it. Cause like, well, it's alcohol. Gotta drink it. Yeah. Cause like, I think that's still very much like a habit that like, A, of just being young and trying to save money, but be right. like before we were 21, when it was like any alcohol you could get your hands on yeah. was the alcohol you would drink. 
And so like now, like, like again with the other week when my friend brought me a glass of Chardonnay, I was like, I'd rather not drink, I think, than drink the glass of Chardonnay or like at my birthday when like I got a drink and I thought it was terrible. I like, I was like, I'm not going to just suffocate it and drink it down because it's yeah. disgusting and I don't want to. Yeah. I've been pretty good at that because my mom kind of like has always given me that option because I do think there's this mentality of like drinks are expensive you know when you're going out to especially in the city like they're they're not cheap and so I have definitely been around people like where I've been at dinner and and I'll get a drink and be like ew I I do not like this I'm not drinking it and people will be like it's drink it like it's alcohol but my mom like every time I go out to dinner with her like she if I say I don't like something and maybe because this is how my mom is it's hysterical how many drinks she will send back (laughs) um like she will not drink it if she doesn't like it I think like sometimes I'm more like like usually my last drink I do not need no, none of yeah. us ever need our so last So I'm drink. always sometimes like, what, like, what in my brain is telling me to because still wh- get it? I like, know at least when I'm drunk, the only thing, or not the only thing, but the biggest thing I want to do, drink more. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Even like the mentality of having something like in your hand when you go out. Yeah. And like, of course, like, and I imagine there are so many people that need to or want to, like they have like a soda in their hand or a seltzer with lime so it looks like they're drinking even though they're not and I'm like sometimes I'm like how can I not get myself to do that but yeah I've just been like very in this like weird stage of like I'm like it's funny because I'm I was like oh maybe I'll do sober October because I guess that's a thing Mm -hmm. but then I was like um, no, I don't no. want to. I'm going to Salem this weekend. Like we're going to Oktoberfest. Like it's Halloween. And then I was like, maybe I'll have like less events in November. So I'll do sober November. But then November has Thanksgiving, baby. I'm not oh, doing Thanksgiving sober. I, I, I was talking about it with Olivia and I did say that if I end up doing it, I will not be sober for Thanksgiving because I like wine. Same. And also uh, Thanksgiving with my family was the first time I ever got blackout. Oh, wait, that's hysterical. Yeah. Oh, we... If you think my family went through wine in the summer, Thanksgiving, baby, we go through wine. I know. Thanksgiving really just like gives me wine. And the thing is, is I love wine because my dad loves wine. So he's like really and I like that is something I thoroughly enjoy drinking. Um, Yeah, I'll never forget the first Thanksgiving that um, like my uncle offered me a shot. (laughs) I forget what it was. It was like a it was like sort of like a dessert shot thing. But I was like. And, and I was 21 at this point. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, this is, like, now a part of my life with my family is drinking. The That first Thanksgiving that I was drinking that I, I referenced 20 seconds ago, um, I literally had my mom get me a bunch of ciders because, like, I wasn't really at a wine, wine drinking point. Like, I feel like I got a glass of wine for dinner, but only because, like, everyone was getting one. And the yeah. rest of the time I, I was drinking my ciders. Um, but I felt like so cool and grown up and then my family or not my family, but my cousins and I switched to shots. Um, <laughs> wow. And, what a twist. Well, the only shot, it was like some cousins that like, I kind of know that, um, my <laughs> parents only have crystal shot glasses. And so oh. we had these like small water glasses. So we yeah. just used those instead. Um, but they were definitely bigger, bigger than a shot glass. Um, so we didn't fill them up all the way, but it was still definitely bigger than a shot glass. And so we played, I think, Cards Against Humanity, and whoever won the round got to assign a shot. Um. We also definitely took my parents' good liquor. We went ball hard, baby. Um, and I think almost every shot except for like the three rounds I won got assigned to me. Mm. Um, we set off the water alarm that night. I don't know what a water alarm is. Um, we snuck out. A window but we were in the basement so like <laughs> underneath ground and we tried to catch an uber to a cvs because we wanted junk food because my mom doesn't <laughs> have junk food in the house but it was like 2 a.m in my very small town like cvs was That's not open so funny. um and i kept hearing we literally got our christmas tree the next day and all my cousins and i were just so fucking hungover Ow. and we're miserable getting our christmas tree we were like just pick any fucking tree just let me go home was that your first time drinking wine no, uh, I like I've been going to like wine tastings with my parents before and like yeah. I've had wine before, but that was my first time I feel like drinking like a lot of 
wine, cider, liquor, etc. Yeah, I remember my first time like trying wine. Um, one of my ho- my friends from home like was really into getting the double bottles of Pinot, a barefoot Pinot Grigio, <laughs> and bringing them to parties. And like we were only in high school, so it was like, oh my god, classy wine. <laughs> so we were having a girls' night, and we got we got the Pinot Grigio, but like. It was like it tasted disgusting to me. Like I was like, this is gross. So we sliced up apples and put apples in it to try and make it taste better. I mean, I judge except for again, freshman year, I drank so much pink Moscato, like barefoot pink yeah. Moscato. I had that now phase the scent and- of that. Ugh. Like even like if oh my god, like the slapping the bag freshman year, like the Franzia. Oh gross. my goodness. Anyways. My silly one was I'm having I'm str- I'm struggling with finding a fall coat. <laughs> a real quick one, but I'm struggling with the, like oh if I want to change something about my life you or change to. about me like I gotta change something. Oh um, my god, I feel that so much. I've been thinking about that. Yeah. Wait, telepathy. We're so insane, baby. I literally have been thinking about the same thing. Yeah, like what. It's so I, like, annoying. I, I got to change it. Yeah. That's like one thing about like, again, living alone is like, it's very much like if there anything's a mess, like I know who's to blame for it. <laughs> and the th- right. Like the thing is, is like, I still have the thing where it's like, if I don't do the dishes, like somebody in my house is going to do them. Or if I just oh. like leave my laundry downstairs, like somebody may do it for me. No one's taking care of shit here, baby. I know. But I've been thinking about that in like the deeper sense of like things with like my yes. eating habits and like I am thinking about it in like bigger picture things, but smaller picture things are easier to reference to succinctly. No, um, I feel that. But yeah, that's something we've been riding the struggle bus with and like taking responsibility for our own actions isn't that crazy like if we want to change something about ourselves like you have to be the change and think about how hard it is like if you have like habits like that like are deeply enrooted in you that's the thing i'm like i gotta fix some of this shit before we're just stuck like this (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to be doing this forever so we gotta change it sooner rather than later baby it is so hard though wow i've been Um, really thinking about that that just hit hard yeah what are some of your silly ones well (laughs) i said this before i'll say it again one of my silly ones is like i am i'm struggling with finding a fall coat (laughs) and it's because now it's starting to get a little bit chillier in the nyc and you either have the person that is wearing a full-on puffer which i'm like no 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 you will not catch me in a puffer until december (laughs) um Or you have somebody like me that like I will kind of like if I am not like going to be outside for an extended period of time, like I won't wear a coat like I'll just be getting in and out of my car. But the other day when I went to the mall, my objective was to find a bra and a fall coat. I only found one, which is great. But um, fall coats, man. Yeah. I have a jean jacket, but like really that's That's only early fall. uh, That's early fall. And then I was like, do I get one of those jean jackets with like the Sherpa inside of it. But I was like, what if I want to wear jeans? I think my green leather jacket's going to be my, my big fall jacket. Last year was my black leather blazer, but this year Mm. I think it's going to be my green one. I'm still on the hunt. And like uh, when I was at the mall and even online, like there are these jackets that like are kind of look like quilts, comforters. I'll send you a picture. Maybe I'll put one on our story to reference. Um, They're very interesting looking, but they're, everywhere um and so i saw a lot of those but again like sizing things i just didn't find anything that i felt was yeah. like cute remember like back in like when we were in high school like that green army jacket sort of type yes. of vibe was like the fall jacket yes i've also seen like actually i went into lulu and i was very tempted to get it but then i didn't um was like the puff of vest yes and again mm-hmm and I know I still need to get an actual winter jacket. I still don't own one. Oh, really? Wait, what did you do last year? Just I just run hot. Yeah. I what's That's part of the reason I didn't get one. I was like, I'm not sure I need one. Oh, I need to get a new one because I've had the super puff from Aritzia. The one I've had, I've had it for at least three or four years. And like, it's just broken in a lot of areas. So it's time for a new one. I really like that one. I know they kind of look ridiculous, but it does keep you warm. I, I do kind of like ridiculous things. I yeah. feel like I, I just need to get one at Lulu because I can get a good discount there. That's so true. I feel like that makes sense. I've also gotten some like nicer coats, like from Abercrombie, like ones that are like wool and look like n- with nicer clothes. I got a, my green one that I wore all the time last year from yeah. Mango. But like, it's too warm for that type of shit. I know. Like this weekend, I'm going, 
going, so hard. Yeah, I'm like we're, we're going to Massachusetts, and it's like it's gonna be like more in the higher fifties there. So I'm like, you need a coat, but like, what the fuck do I wear? I don't know, dude. <sighs> um, I've got a kind of silly one. Yeah, I don't know what to do with my hair. I oh, know whether you should cut it. Well. <sighs> Like, I haven't gotten it cut in almost two years. And I don't want to cut off a ton of length. But, like, it really has no shape to it right now. The last time I got it cut was when I cut off all of my pink ends and basically got a bob. Mm. Um, So it really just has no shape anymore. And it's, like, kind of gotten to be too much to, like, really work super well in a claw clip anymore. Mm. But, like, I used to always wear my hair in a high ponytail with a scrunchie. And I don't like that anymore either. Like, I just need to figure out something to do with my hair and, like... I just want it to like have some sort of shape, but I, I can't really commit to it. You want to just... know my controversial opinion? Okay. So a couple days ago, we saw like that photo of us for the Super Bowl that we watched with our friends senior year came up. Yes. And you had your short hair. I think your short hair looks, I'm not saying your long hair doesn't look good, but I loved the short hair. I love my short hair, yeah. but I'm not going to go back to it quite yet. Yeah, I want to get wanna... my hair a little bit longer. Mm. Um, so maybe layers. Yeah. I just like, I need to figure out something. And I think part of it is like I've always gone through stages of like I always just kind of have one hairstyle that I do every day and it's always out of my face because I get so annoyed with my hair down. That is something I've been struggling with too. And I don't have a go-to right now because all my hair clips are like too small slash my hair is just too big. I agree with that. That's something I've been struggling a lot with like the feeling of like hair in your face. Like I don't know what it is. Even when I make my hair like look nice like when we're filming shit I'll take it down. The moment we're done I put it out of my face. I like can't think when my hair is in my face. Literally I put my hair like right into a ponytail to get on the podcast and then usually like I have these little excuse me I'm gonna burp. (laughs) Um, I have these like little clippies that I got actually in Salem. When we were out in, in July, um, and I like use them to like put my hair back a little bit. It's I can't I don't know the rest of the song. I don't even know what song you're referencing. Um you'll see it because I'm gonna make uh things that we're struggling with TikTok. Um I blame all of the I blame the need to always have my hair out of my face on all the half up, half downs that I did in theater in high school um, yeah because that's like the the like the that, theater girl yes, look literally. it's the half up half down we did so many song cycles and every single show we were like what should we do for hair half up half down yeah so it's like out of your face but it's still mm-hmm. down i feel that um but yeah so those have been our struggle buses we're riding the struggle bus i was about to say okay i <laughs> i've said this before and i enjoy saying it Riding the struggle bus. Choo choo. Wait, but we literally are telepathic. Telepathic? <laughs> yes, because I li- you said it and I was about to go choo choo. Yes, <laughs> even though that is not the noise a bus makes. makes. Beep beep. Honk honk. But I like choo. But then choo-choo. struggle train doesn't sound no, good. It's the struggle bus. So maybe the maybe the struggle bus is also struggling. Like she's having an identity crisis, yes. and she goes choo choo, and people are like, "What the fuck are you doing, bitch?" And she's like, "I'm struggling. I'm struggling, bitch." She's like Thomas the train engine, but she's like sad and anxious. Oh, no. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I feel like Thomas the train engine was kind of anxious. So on brand. Per per period. Well, thank you for tuning in, everyone. I'm hoping this audio experience was so much better than last week's. And I'm happy we're here in person. Me too. Yay. This is fun. I love podcasting. Hee hee. Tee hee. So if you liked us podcasting today, (laughs) please go follow, like, subscribe. Do Rate, review. All those wonderful things. And you can follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless. And on TikTok at completely FCK ING clueless. Y'all, we are past 20,000 followers. We're basically famous. L- literally me. I'm like, are people going to like recognize me on the street? <laughs> <laughs> I've only been thinking about that since we started this podcast. Um, maybe that says something about me that's maybe not great. but <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Have an amazing Tuesday, everyone. Have an amazing week whenever you're listening to this. And don't forget to be motherfucking clueless. Yeah, bitches. Peace, love, and happiness your way. What? I don't know. I thought this was like when the outro happened. So it is. No, I love that no one else hears these, but I always enjoy them because I listen to them before I put the music over and I'm like, this is good shit. And then I put the music over to no one This is amazing. Um... Mommy loves you. Thank you for mommy. Mm-hmm.